You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, March 6, 2019, week 281. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stefka. And this is Destiny Pizza. And it's time for some Weavey Reviewed. Mike, you want to do a switch off? Yes. You do one, I'll do one. Okay. I saw How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. My niece spoiled this movie for me oh, right really? after she came home. Oh, that's that's disappointing. Yeah. But you haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen any of them. How do you even know what that means? Well, because um, she's like, at the end, this happens, <laughs> and then they show you yeah. the future, and then this happens. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. It's the best part of the movie, too. Like, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah. Didn't even know that. Well, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> well, it's my favorite part. My niece spoiled it's the best subjective. part of the probably it's of my all favorite three part movies. Of the movie. Was it the best part of all three movies to, combined? Um, it's a lot of good things in the second movie. Um, up there though. Okay, awesome. Top top, top three. <laughs> Pretty good. I guess I need to teach my niece how to, spoilers work. They, they don't spoiler. They don't teach you ever how to train a dragon. In all three of these movies. It's not an inf- you're telling me it's not an informational uh, It's not informational. You never know how to train one. They just become trained, I guess, if you're friends with them, I guess. Yeah, just how to be friends. Huh? But they don't teach you how to do it. There's no accidents? Accidents? Like, no dragon, like, burns the person or anything? Um, eh, mishaps, but, like, not, like, they don't show you them teaching them. Like, burn, like, burn, like, they'll do it, but they don't, like, teach you how they got them to learn okay. they don't have like a montage of them training or anything unfortunately which is surprising after three movies you're like one of but these you watch, have a montage did you watch right? the series i've watched the whole series not in there no 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 i mean like the tv shows oh no no no, no. maybe it's okay. in the oh the series the tv the series. i thought you meant the whole series of movies yeah <laughs> no i haven't seen the series okay. <laughs> you know there was a series yeah, it's on netflix is it in continuity i think so hmm. okay there you go the same voices i think so huh. Interesting. Um. Yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? I don't it, know anything about this movie. Yeah. Jay well, Baruchel. they train dragons. Jay Baruchel. They're like Vikings. Yeah. And, and like, the, the, historically, they're against the dragons. Basically, in the first one, they're against the dragons, and the, then they say, "Oh no, the dragons are cool." Yeah. Then the second one, they're cool, and then they have to like fight bad people who are against the dragons. And the and third kinda, one, there's like a guy who's trying to capture the dragons. Yeah. Like in the second one, it's like there's a guy who's like using a big dragon to control all the dragons and make the dragons go against the Vikings, even though they don't want to. But like, like like the big one controls them all because it's like like an alpha dragon or whatever. And then the third one, yeah, the guy's trying to capture all the dragons and kill all the dragons, basically. And they're trying to stop him. Meanwhile, he finds like his female dragon. Yes, he finds his female, the white. He's the he's, he's like a, a black one. He's a night fury, and it's it's a like a it's a light fury. A light fury. <laughs> So he, she's like super white and he's super black. And then, people, are, people don't know like, how to feel about it. And they're like, this will never work. They're <laughs> just so different. They're just raised differently. And then the hidden worlds, the hidden world of dragons. That they can zap to. Well, not really, no. Oh. Like, that they kind of zap, but yeah, that's, it doesn't really zap anywhere. Oh. I know, it's not as exciting as the trailer makes it be. It's kind of like that Tinkerbell movie where she finds out she has a sister and it's the mm. frost. It's like the snow Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. 
You never saw that. No, I don't know so what there you're talking you go. about. <laughs> I'm not excluded. I'm not. It's not like I'm not watching kids' movies. I'm watching different kids' movies. I know that well, are kind of the Lego movie. That they're was kind of the movie. same. Yeah. Well, like the I would say the Tinkerbell movie franchise I mean, is very fra- similar. To like this. I wouldn't say this franchise is like a must see. Must see. Yeah, I don't know. My mom franchise. loves this franchise. It's good. I like it. I'm just saying, if like DreamWorks, DreamWorks like if I, there's a sliding scale of DreamWorks. I mean, this over like the Panda movies. I don't know. I felt like that first Panda movie was really good. I like it. I think they're all good, but like, I don't even think I've seen I, all. I'm of just them. trying to rank. I haven't seen the third one. I'm just trying to rank franchises. Like Shrek, I would say Shrek. More, like maybe really, I think that's nostalgia. Only the first Shrek. No, the first Shrek, so good. You can't tell me the first. Shrek's yeah, the not first good. one's really good. I can't. You can't tell. You can say whatever you want about the, the other three. Yeah, the first Shrek is the amazing. The first Shrek is really good, but that reveal. Like the first time you're watching it, you don't know anything. Yeah. And you find out Princess Fiona's an ogre. Yeah. Mind blowing. Yeah. After that, you're like, crazy. she's an ogre. Everyone knows she's an ogre. Yeah, I know. That's why the first one's so good. Yeah. But like, yeah. So, like, I don't know. Well, there aren't that many DreamWorks franchises, are there? Yeah, I feel like we're missing one. We're missing. Is Madagascar DreamWorks? Honestly. I want to say this too. There's probably another one in there. Um, man, I take it back. They're all pretty good. All the franchises of DreamWorks, The Crudes, Trolls, the Boss Crudes. Baby, Shrek, Madagascar. Okay. Have you seen Boss Baby? No. You seen Trolls though? I've seen Trolls. The Crudes. I've seen the Crudes. Did they make the crudes too? Did, no, did I, dream I don't that? think I thought it flopped. I thought it flopped too, but for some reason I thought they were. Holy making... cow, that cast is stacked. Oh yeah, Nick Cage, Nick Cage man. Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds. Damn. What about what's that Ice Age? Who's that? A uh, Blue Sky, which is owned by um Fox. Good. Wait, is it owned by Fox now? I thought so, because I thought they were... I thought it was on Fox also. I thought that was something that Disney was acquiring. But I think, like, John Lasseter works there now, so I don't see how... That's why I'm hesitating. Owner is Blue Sky Studios in 20th Century Fox. Parent company is 20th Century Fox. So Blue Sky is owned by 20th Century Fox. Okay. So we're right. How awesome would it be if they owned John Lasseter? Or- <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When would they like fire him again? <laughs> well, there was an article that what's her name left Emma Thompson. Yeah, left a movie because it's made by Blue Sky. Yeah. Um. So yeah, How to Train Your Dragon. Very, very good movie. Very enjoyable. Very emotional. Seeing the whole franchise come to a close. Oh, sorry. I was seeing Katzenberg, not Lasseter. What about Captain America? He used to work for Disney. Oh, yeah. But Lasseter, yeah, Lasseter used Lasseter to work for Pixar. Pixar, and he Pixar. Was, did horrible things. So. Yes, very much It would so. not be funny for Disney to own him. No. Um, but, yeah, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, definitely worth to watch, but you got to see the other two, because there's a lot of stuff. Like, I was having trouble, because I, I hadn't watched, rewatched any of either of the movies, so I was just trying to remember what happened in those other movies. But So it's, that's kind of crucial. 
knowledge to have. But, solid movie. I dug it. I'd recommend it. Nice. Uh, I'd give it a 7 out of 8. I watched Abducted in Plain Sight. Have you heard about this one? Yes. What did you hear about it? Well, you told me about it last week, too. <laughs> what did I say about it? Uh, you said it's, it's like, uh, so, I don't know if they were Mormons. Or yeah, they were Mormons. There was somebody in Idaho. No, I don't think I said Idaho. Okay, there was somebody somewhere. Yeah, they are Mormons, though. Um, and, like, their daughter, like, this guy gets, like, really close to the family. Mm-hmm. And then, like, has, like, I guess he's trying, his goal was to get close to the daughter, one of the daughters. And in the process, he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll, like, try to, like, create a strife between the parents. So, like, he could, and it's, like, weird. They're interviewing the parents and everything. Mm-hmm. They're interviewing all the family members, and he's, the wife is like, yeah, like, he took me in a car, took me far away, and we started kissing and necking, and I knew I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> and I saw that, and then they don't mention that. And then he, like, tells the guy, like, the dad, he's like, yeah, like, I need some relief. He's like, if you know what I mean. He's like, yeah. He's like, I know it's the most wor- is the worst decision I ever made to masturbate that man. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like crazy. Wow. But um, <laughs> then the guy kidnaps. I guess so he just makes out with the wife, but he's like, oh, but the dad, I'm gonna have right? him jerk me off. Yeah, which is like, wow, nuts. Okay. Because gotcha. like that dude, that dad had to. have there's something they were leaving out of that story. Yeah. Clearly. For sure. Clearly. Because, like, it doesn't just go, and then one thing to another, and then yeah, I was jerking him off, and then, <laughs> and then you know, it happens, and I regretted it, but, yeah, like. he was like, yeah, we were at a stoplight. <laughs> what? The, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's details totally missing. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to the movie. No, no, I feel like they probably didn't go into full detail. But, um, yeah, so then. Then he, the crazy thing is, okay, so he kidnaps the daughter. He's, like, sleeping with the daughter in the house, like, yeah. literally in the same bed, mm-hmm. just sleeping at that point, listening to these tapes, then he's playing these tapes for her. Wait, saying, how long did he know them before he started doing all this crazy stuff? Is this, like, immediate? No, it's, like, I think he knew him for a while. Okay. Because I think Weird. they met in the church or something like that, mm-hmm. and then he's, like, playing these tapes, like, that, for her, while she's sleeping, saying, like, there's this alien talking to her selling her like oh she needs to like fall in love with this man or else the world is going to get destroyed blah 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 yeah so then he kidnapped ends up kidnapping her to mexico for like a hundred days they because he wants to try to marry her and he could do that in mexico but not in the united states because she was like 12 yeah this guy's old he's like in his 30s so bonkers and then brings her back after they try to convince him. And she's like, nothing happened, even though she states that she, she was raped by him, mm-hmm. like, on the video. But he, she tells her parents, like, nothing happened. Because she's convinced that if she does say that, then the aliens are going to kill her. Yeah. And her family. And then... What do the parents do in that? Did they call the cops and stuff? No. What did I they think, think was going happening for a hundred days? They just let her. Yeah, be pretty abducted? much. And like, they were trying to find her, but like, then his brother convinced him to come back. 
and he, the guy who kidnapped the daughter is like, I need you to do this or else they'll arrest me when I come back into the country. So I need you to say it was like just a vacation and nothing happened and stuff like that. Okay. And then the. Wait, when did this happen? Like what uh, year? 70s, I think. Okay. And then the. The dude who kidnapped the daughter and the mom again have an affair for eight months. And then the husband and wife end up getting divorced. Then he kidnaps her, for the girl, for like eight months. Or no, not for eight months. For a long time up in Utah or something. I don't know. Then she realizes that it was all not true. Like all the alien stuff. They write books. The mom and the daughter write a book, go on tour. And like during the tour, the guy's like, this isn't true. This isn't true. Like they're lying. Like this is made up to aliens. What? That's crazy. <laughs> and then she gets a restraining order against him. And then the guy kills himself. But pretty much during this whole documentary, you're like, how stupid are these parents? Yeah. Like, I'm not a parent, but I'm pretty sure I have more sense than these two. Yeah, that's, and then that's the some crazy dumb people. Thing, the crazy thing is, like, so their daughter's missing. They talk to this guy on the phone. Yeah. being And they call him, like, B, because his name's, like, Brobacher or something. And they're like, oh, like, do you know where the... Um, do you know where, like, she is? And he's like, no, I don't know where she is. And they, like, break into his RV, and there's, like, all these giant pictures of her and stuff. It's, like, super <laughs> straight. You're like, what is, like... What's going through their heads? <laughs> yeah. And, like, they, while they're divorced, the mom lets him take her. Let's this, the pedophile guy, take her. Yeah. And the husband's what like... What do the parents think are going on? Is he just a good no, guy? Yeah. So then the dad is like, what? Like, that's, you're going to regret that decision, is what he says to his ex-wife. Yeah. And they're like, eventually she calls, and he's like, so do you... Does he still want to marry you? And she's like, yeah, but I want to marry him too. Because she's like, convinced that the aliens are going to kill everyone. Yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Weird. Because I'm like, don't want to say anything about, about Mormons, but it's kind of crazy. How do you know it's not just them, though? Yeah, maybe. Weird. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's, is that even abducted, or is that just like like parents or just like gave their daughter away? Yeah, is that just like terrible, terrible parenting? It seems more like the latter. Like, how can how can the daughter even have a relationship with their parents after that? Yeah, and then the I feel crazy like I'd be like, like, the parents no, are like, you totally neglected. No, so the you let me. This happened to me. So the craziest thing is in the documentary, the parents are like, you know, we didn't make the best decisions all what the time. You, oh my god, <laughs> like, all the like, you never made any good decisions. All we didn't do it all the time. You know, we let her get abducted, and then she came back, and then we let it happen again and over yeah. and over. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot I had an affair with her <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the abductor. Yeah, it's like what the hell? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I've never heard of about this story. Yeah, I feel like that should be bigger news. Well, obviously, it probably was back then, but I feel like it shouldn't. Like for the sake of the family, no one should ever talk about that story. I guess that's I don't true. know what was going through their mind, thinking like, oh yeah, let's make a Netflix documentary. And people are going to sympathize with us. Of and course. I'm like, no. No, we're I'm not going like, to. You, guys are, like, all you guys are horrible parents. Yeah, I, you only feel bad for the kid. You're just yeah. like, 
everybody else is so messed up in this story. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I give that a five out of eight because it. I feel like it wasn't a good documentary, and I couldn't tell if it was the subject matter that made disturbing. me angry. It's so disturbing. Or... <laughs> yeah, at least you, you want somebody to like put your sympathy towards, or like, yeah, somebody to be like, oh man, this is wrong. They're getting wrong, but everybody's like, except the kid. You're like everyone else contributed to this. Yeah, but you want one bad person. When it's the parents' fault too, it's really <laughs> it's, annoying. It's, it's really pretty annoying. Yeah, like you'd rather watch a kidnapping documentary where like, and the parents were frantic and they called the cops and yeah, like one where it's like, oh, and the parents were complicit in all. It's of like it. Jean Ramsey. Yeah, it's like, oh, or I'm like, I don't know who. I'm pretty sure it was the parents. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, all right. Uh, and then I saw the hate you give. You know about this movie? Yeah, it's um the girl who meets a guy and gets shot by the police. Yes. Well, basically, yeah, she's a high school high school kid who, like, goes to this prep school, which is, like, a mostly white school, but she lives in, like, a mostly black neighborhood, and she goes to this party in the black neighborhood, and then she gets in a car with a guy who, like, she's known since she was a kid, Um, and then they get pulled over, and then he gets shot by a cop, and the whole movie is about, like, her bouncing between the two worlds and she like she saw him get shot but she doesn't want the world to know because then if at school they'd be like oh that she's that girl from the hood that saw like saw this guy get shot so it's like it's like griping with all the like like police brutality cop violence and all the ins and out of that Mm -hmm. very interesting movie very very deep very timely movie of course definitely yeah but yeah, it was really well made. Uh, it was just crazy because it like wasn't like it was. It was interesting because they didn't go for like a lot of different angles because they got like co- Commons in there. And he's a cop too, and he's just like trying to explain the cop side kind of thing. But he's like, it's still everything's like contradictory. It's like crazy. It's just like the whole argument in general, pretty yeah. much, is what the movie is. Uh, so I I dug the movie. I give it an eight out of eight. Nice. Yeah, worth a watch. And then I watched Period on a Sentence because I needed a pick me up after watching that horrible <laughs> documentary about terrible parents. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the one that won the short. This is the, the one Oscar? that won the Oscar. So it's on Netflix, and um, it's uh, crazy. One of the best Oscar speeches. <laughs> yeah, it was also one of the best Oscar speeches. Did you watch the Oscars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. It was- <laughs> Yeah. It was better. It's weird without a host. Was, but I thought it did pretty well. I thought it worked well and flowed well without a host. But I also was like, I like that opening monologue, though. Like, that's the only thing I like from With a host. Tina Fey. Or, or when they do one, when they oh, have yeah, hosts, yeah. usually. I like the opening monologue people do. But I but like, I like it when they did, like, they did, like, the dedication to movies. They do it every year. Yeah. And it, it was really good this year. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do like that video, too. So, because that's when you get to see, oh, it's all the big movies I like too. It's yeah, not it's just, like not just the Oscar winners. Yeah, or Oscar movies. Exactly. So, um, yeah, this is about period, like women and periods in India, where they don't have access to like pads or tampons, mm-hmm. and it's like I guess ten percent of the female population in India uses pads or tampons. And then the oh, rest... Wait, use, 10%? That's yeah. it? Okay. And 90% use, like, dirty rags wow. or cloth. And it's, like, crazy, because... I didn't... That's a crazy percentage. Yeah, Jeez. like, in modern day. It's, yeah. 
that low. And then, cause like no one talks about it. It's like crazy. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're like, talk to the guys. They're like, what's a period? And they're like, oh yeah, I heard it's like an illness women get. Really? It's like People what the aren't even informed on it. And then like, they eventually build a pad factory like this. I watched this documentary a while back and, uh, um, why aren't like businesses getting in? Like, I feel like there's, there's, mo- there's just so much money to be made though. Yeah. But like, there isn't because, because like the culture, like it's the like culture a- just like, they they don't want to go to the shop owners yeah. to like buy them yeah yeah, yeah. and because like then they're gonna know that they're and it's like viewed as like this thing like this girl like a lot of women there just stop going to school once they get their period because they're like they can't deal oh, with wow. it yeah and um so I watched this documentary back a while back called from rags to pads and it was at an uh, I forgot what it was called it was like the short film it was a film festival for Indian Americans. Went to LA and it was one of the short films I saw. And then that guy is the guy he invented this machine to make pads in India with like stuff. He's in this documentary for like a very short while. Mm-hmm. And because he found out that his wife was using rags, it is like literally like a rag and then it soaks up with blood and then they like throw them yeah. into like this hole like in the <laughs> middle of the night. Jeez. And then like they comment like they're like, yeah, the dogs like just bring them back. Like, <laughs> so. They had these machines that they built. This guy like invented to make these pads, and they installed it in one of the these this house, and it's like all ran by women. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they asked the husband of the wife, and they're like, "Do you know what these machines are for?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's for um, diapers." And he's like, uh, "What kind of diapers?" Like, you know, for babies, like huggies. And the wife's like, "Yeah, I just told him it was a diaper machine because it was like easier to explain <laughs> that way." And you're like, this is like mind blowing. Like, that I think if you went, I don't know, if you went here, I would assume like guys know what periods are. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah. I'm being presumptuous. It's like weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because I very much so grew up in like a female dominated household. But it was like I think because you learn in school and everything. Like you learn, yeah. But it was like it was strange. Like it was that just, is strange. It's just so so. Like these women have to go like from house to house, like offering. Like selling tampons for like thirty rupees, which is like fifty cents a box. Yeah, to try to get women because like they don't want to go to like like either stores won't carry them. Yeah, or like they don't want to go talk to a guy to buy them. Yeah, it's like it was just mind blowing. It was crazy. But yeah, eight out of eight. It was like a crazy documentary. Yeah, because you're like, dude, this is like literally just like ending. Like, you just stop a woman's life at, like, 12. Yeah. Because, like, after that, she just stays at home. That's just insane. Because there's, that's so many people. Yeah, I know. It's that's, like, like, 500 million people over that. No, because it's, like, 3 billion, so 1.5. Oh, it's 3 billion. 1.5 billion people. Or maybe it is a billion. What's the, uh, the population ideas? I feel it's, like, 1.2, 1.5. Anyways, it's hundreds of millions of people. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. One point one point three three nine. So if we say that half, yeah, seven hundred million people times point nine, six hundred thirty million people. But I guess you, I guess you can say that across to different degrees, obviously. But like you look around the world, it's like such a male dominated world. That's like even in the U.S., which you is like there's women's issues that. Yeah, are are like 
and you're like, but half the country's women. It's still like there's still women that you're being controlled by a bunch of men in Congress. Yeah, that's true. So I guess if you think of it that way, obviously the, the knowledge base and that's a whole different type of thing. But just like the the sheer amount of people doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's still mind blowing. Just because I assume it, like people have the internet, right? <laughs> it's like yeah, but these are we're I guess talking about like rural areas. Yeah, but you're saying like ninety percent of the country. So it's yeah, like, like a lot of the country lives in. I know a lot of the country, but. I guess I guess when you say nine percent, ten percent is still if it's one point three, then it's still like seventy million people. Yeah, that is still like that's still like a twenty percent of our population. Was, yeah, true. right. Was that right? Well, I think it'd be wait one point three, so that'd be ten percent is one point three. Wait, one point three no, million, it's, right? No, it's ten percent of females. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the half of it. Yeah, so seventy million. So our country is three hundred million. Yeah. No, that's seven hundred. Yeah, seven oh, million. Our country is 150 seventy million, million are using. Yeah, hundred. So, so half, half of our population. Half of, half of our. So that's pretty good. Well, yeah, I remember my mom telling like you. what she had to go through when she was growing up in India, and then like yeah. one of my coworkers, she grew up in Singapore, and she's like, "Why do you think I don't want to go back to India?" I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Dude, I had to live through this." I was like, "Did you watch the documentary?" She's like, "No, I lived through it, dude." That's insane. Like, like they, I didn't even like that. Like you have to sleep outside. You're not allowed to like touch anyone until after you shower because you're viewed as like unclean. Oh, that's insane. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. But like, yeah. who who's the ten percent? Is it the rich, like the richest? I or think is it's it probably like, people that live in cities or is it, that have like access. Is it yeah, probably just richest? Whatever stores. Probably richest too, because like they know about like yeah. Western products. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. It was. Wow. But hopefully this yeah. documentary like, raises awareness. Some, raises awareness. I hope it? like, yeah, you can culturally change the, the change country. The country. It may take I mean, a while, but take man. A while. But then I was thinking like, if it's like that in India, like it has to be like that in China. It has to be like that in like a lot of Africa. Yeah, that, it has to that, be like that in That's Middle what East. I'm thinking. It's, it's a more worldwide thing. It has to be like that, like Eastern Russia. Like they're not shipping out tampons, yeah. pads. Yeah, yeah, true. True. It, yeah. The world's a weird place, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you start thinking, you always think think you think too much in the Western terms, and it's like, no, like most like of the that, world is we not. We're talking about oh, is that work? We we're talking about like racism, like racist issues. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers is like, oh, like it's not like that. I was like, dude, we live in a bubble. Like Orange County is such a oh bubble. yeah, we're in a bubble within a bubble compared to like yeah, especially like here, like Southern Orange County. Yeah, we're in like a like a bulletproof bubble. Yeah. We don't know what it's like in the South. We don't know what it's like on, like, the East Coast. Yeah. It's just completely different. Midwest. Yeah, yeah, It's all. It's always hard to think, because you, you don't really know until you see... All you see is, like, videos of things. Like, it, it's impossible to know what's going on. Cause yeah. I'm sure that... Yeah, it's just, like... It's happening, though. Like, you can't ignore it. Like, yeah. If people are telling you it's happening, why would you say, no, it's not like that? Like, it's like, it's not like that for you in this bubble right now but like it's like that for other people yeah it, yeah it's really hard to get perspective <laughs> you only keep so many stu- thoughts in your head i feel like at a time you're like i can't think like, it's hard whole, to put yourself in other people's shoes like, yeah like exactly because you unless you walk those steps every day like you have to like go somewhere and live i feel like that's the only way to do it, is you live in even a, that you're not gonna see it because you're gonna be viewed as an outsider and then, true like, you you're not you're not in them. you're not in the society yeah it doesn't matter where you go you're you're not connected to it like you literally have to like ingrain yourself yeah you have to have children in there and then have them grow up there i feel like that and then listen to them 
And then listen to them, and that's hard to do. So it's like, you can't do that for everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, tough. Um, let's talk about TV. Yes. Uh, I watched all of Russian Doll. Nice. Cranked it out. There was it's only eight episodes, half an hour, so pretty easy no, to watch. It was quick four hours. Quick four hours, I thought. Um, what do you think about it? I dug it. I thought yeah. it kept getting better and better every episode. I really liked the trajectory of it, and I was like, Oh, I, I like thir- I like the the quick thing, like thirty minutes, eight episodes, and I'm like, boo, 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 and then it's over, and then it's like, you never get that lull or anything. Yeah, of like ah, oh, like, but didn't it feel formulaic when like it started out as like a dude episode? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. They're like, now we're on his pursuit, but yeah, very much so because that hits like about halfway through. Or I think it's yeah, like the third or fourth episode or whatever. And you're like, oh, like this is that episode. Like, I guess. Oh, that, that's that episode. Now the show's this. It's kind of different than it was. And it's this. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the end. I really like the last episode. I just like the the whole the whole thing. That was pretty well. Yeah. Made. I watched Robert or no, I watched all of Dan Harmon's Great Minds. This was a show he did for History Channel. There were like fifteen minute long episodes, mm-hmm. comedy episodes about history, where him and Spencer like shot in the mockumentary style. Where they try to they bring back historical figures, yeah, and those are all special guests. So it's like Jason Sudeikis is Thomas Edison, um, mm-hmm. Betsy Ross is Sarah Silverman, Amelia Earhart is uh, what's her name from Gravity Falls, and Bob Burgers, Kristen Shaw, yeah, and Shaw. Uh, Ron Funches is Idi Amin. So there's like a ton of people. It's really funny. I recommend it. It's on VRV. I've been watching a lot of stuff on VRV lately because I'm like, man, there's a lot of good stuff on here. And then I watched, started watching Robert Kirkman's Secret History of Comics because I was watching Eli Ross' History of Horror last week. And this one's interesting. First episode's about the history of Marvel Comics, which is, like, really cool. The only difference between this one and the Eli Roth one is Eli Roth was more involved in it. In this one, I haven't seen Robert Kirkman at all in the first four episodes. Hmm. Which is crazy because it's a six-episode show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he in this? <laughs> so I think he's in the last weird. episode. Yeah. But I didn't know Neil Adams. Like, I watched... Okay, so the first episode is about Marvel. Second episode's about... Wonder Woman? Because that's like a whole crazy story. Third episode's about the uh, trials of Superman, which is like um, Schuster, Joel Schuster, and Siegler. They're like the original creators of Superman. Yeah. And having to sue for like creator credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like heart. Like by the end of it, I almost started crying because it's like crazy. DC's got like a crazy history of all their, all of their, let's be honest, like all their characters. Yeah. Like their old school. Well, Bill Finger. Yeah. I like uh, that. I like that Marvel's a little bit more clean cut in that. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I know there's like if there's a. Well, it's like like everyone gives Stan Lee a lot of credit, but then there's also like like Kirby and Ditko. Yeah, and then they I know Ditko. they left Marvel and stuff and went to DC and or Ditko. Sorry, Steve Ditko. Yeah, and yeah, but then like it was nice in this documentary in the one about Marvel because they talked to other people who have worked with both of those guys. Mm-hmm. And they're like, those guys were incredibly difficult to work with. Like, 
Stan Lee definitely pulled his weight. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you hear stories of um, Bob Kane, yeah, you're like, this guy was like an asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, he doesn't seem like a good person. That like, and like him, his Batman would be like, wouldn't even be what Batman is. Yeah, without Bill Finger. But you hear like Stan Lee, and you're like, he he at least embodies some of that like like what you think of those characters like that was part of like he was the dna of like fantastic four and some of that yeah stuff. well because it came to later when he was like like the marvel method mm-hmm. where he still got creator credit on silver surfer when he never mentioned it to jack kirby like the silver surfer yeah and that was an idea out of jack kirby's brain like to draw a silver guy on a surfboard yeah. And him being like the heralder for Galactus. Mm-hmm. And Stanley named him and he ended up still getting creator credit. Yeah. But then like Jack Kirby's independent stuff, like New Gods didn't wasn't like heralded as like a great masterpiece. Yeah. It was drawn well, but that's mm-hmm. it. And then like so it's it's nice because it didn't like in your head when you think of some of these people as heroes like Stan Lee and you read about controversy, especially like in this day and age, you're like, Oh God, what if it is true? Yeah. Like what if Stan Lee was a dick? Yeah. And then like for them at the end to be like, you know what? Like Stan Lee was right. Like they are hard to work with. It's not like it was unfair. Yeah. He was conducting the orchestra is what they said. Yeah. I think it's creatives in general when yeah. you're ever doing anything creative. Well, not just even creatives, because it's like it's that a- in everything any in work. general. Because <laughs> you're like <laughs> anybody well, working in a group. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's always like, well, I'm doing this. Yeah, it's like who, how much credit is each person getting? And it's like, well, we're a team, but like you're a team, but some like, people would would this have resulted leader, without either? Yeah, person is the team? leader of the team get most credit because he's the leader, even though the people below are doing the work for yeah, it. Exactly, it's like that's with everything. Yeah, but like it's got like for how bad like Stan Lee seems like the like least of like it, I'm just comparing to like compared DC. to like DC. Yeah, it's just like there's where they like pretty much. And I'm sure there's Marvel stories of other characters, and other division stuff, but like the the head honcho guy you think of, it's like was he that he bad? Made, he made Marvel what it was. Yeah, he let the foundation if anyone at, wasn't, at the minimum. If so. anyone wasn't, if it was anyone else, it wouldn't be marvel yeah comics. exactly so it was really nice to see that and then yeah. um especially like now like post death of stanley yeah. it's very nice to see like these interviews with stan and then um so yeah there's that first episode was the marvel i think second was wonder Woman. third was superman then it was um 9-11 like comics Whoa. and post 9-11 okay very different subject matters, I feel like. And then... Just, there's no consistency. Yeah, no. Then I think the fifth episode is about a black-owned comic label that ended up... It was like the rise and fall of this like black-owned mm. comic company. And then the sixth one is about independent comics in general and like the rise of independent comics. Yeah. So it's... I haven't watched the last two episodes yet, but... Yes. Pretty good. Then I'll watch James Cameron next week and about sci-fi. And I'll probably hate it because James Cameron's a prick, but... <laughs> Uh, from what i hear i think most people like kind of say that like even like his director style like he's 
like I think people tell these same stories. I yeah, f- I feel like, but I think it's like. Well, what do you think about Steven Spielberg? Oh, talking fact. about Netflix, I think he's yeah. just he's be, he's become the old man. He's the yeah. he's like ah, it's internet ah. When I my day movies, yeah, movies were like, on theaters. Like come on, like make a blockbuster nowadays, Steven Spielberg. Sorry yeah. to say, but it's like you're living in the past. Ready Player <laughs> One was pretty big. Yeah, but not as big as like it wasn't Jaws. Well, nothing's ever going to be. It's not Jaws. It's not Indiana Jones. It's not Jurassic Park. It's like it's just like come on, man. Like I know he's like heralded as it's great but like be relevant well, now the, the, the crazy thing is and then you maybe your voice has some more swing even i'd still say the same things be like oh he just made the, the highest grossing movie ever i'd still be like why are you complaining about these streaming things man yeah like it's not even a comp- competition for you yeah it's like why do you well, care the crazy thing too is um a lot of these streaming surface services which i didn't notice this before but they give a lot of voices to people who can't afford to go through like the That's standard industry yeah. So when you're saying when he's saying things like this, like oh, like, we shouldn't allow them to be in awards, you're really like stealing the voice away from people who didn't have a chance to. That is true. To give that voice, so yeah, because there's so many like small... poo poo on you, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, you can get stuff made on Netflix that they won't make for in a theater. Yeah, like Roma, I don't think would be made in any other. Like, yeah, if you pitched a black and white movie about like an indigenous woman, like that movie wouldn't even get made in Mexico. You're right. Yeah definitely not in america yeah you know you're I mean? really like, like more mad at the art like yeah what the, yeah. the what the oscar like those types of movies should give a sh- oh, at the same time he's the one who like founded james or john chu right oh was he yeah i think it was either him or yes yeah, mm-hmm. spielberg but i mean you have to realize that people can't come up the same way that you did yeah it's just not the same anymore yeah i think there's a lot of different paths and like the industry is so different it's like it's just hard to make it's hard to do the way like jaws nowadays it's like you can't no one would let a 26 year old guy make jaws yeah nowadays. it's just it's not it's not, doesn't seem it's possible but like it's really hard for it to happen it just has to the studio has to take a risk, more of a risk. Like, and they like, won't anymore. Yeah, they just, like, there's so many things that are guaranteed money, they take way less risks than they used to, where it's like, Netflix is like, well, we're just trying to get content out there. It's like, is it that big a risk? I mean, yeah. Not really. Like, show me a theater that's running, um, period, end of sentence. Yeah, exactly. More than the bare minimum that they had to. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand the griping with the the stream like why what's the difference i don't understand the difference yeah like i understand you're like i like theaters and i'd like that to be a thing yeah everyone does everyone does no one's like i hate go- well maybe my dad i hate going to the movie theater like, yeah yeah it's just like well gripe about make movies cheaper for everyone or like or give gri- more access to people making movies like if you want it to be like it was then make it like complain at they're never gonna do it but steven spielberg yell at the studio heads yell at mm-hmm. all these people don't yell at like netflix don't yell at the academy well, yeah why uh, why get mad you're getting mad at the wrong people you're yeah. never gonna get angry at the right people because you're you're on their totem pole you're below it's them, one of those but... things where it's like don't exclude like try to find a way to include yeah the people who you're indirectly excluding exactly so it's just you got to work within the system and the, the system says, oh, streaming will do it for us. Then we'll. And you also have to change with the times. Yeah. So the times just, they're changing. Yeah. Bob Dylan said. Bob Dylan said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this week, secret sequel. Mm-hmm. You have any ideas, Mike? 
Uh, I have one, but it's stolen. I stole it from someone ooh. else. Okay, my idea was, okay, you got, you got, I'm trying to th- still think the size, uh, okay, you got people on a plane, and this guy falls asleep on the plane, when he wakes up, the plane crashes, and he's either stuck, on, like, he's stuck on an island either alone or with some people, and what happened was, well, like, it's eventually going to be revealed at the end, like, they, they'll get off the island, and it'll be revealed at the end. That like a bunch of people on the plane disappeared because of the snap. That's why the plane crashed. And oh, so it'd be like a, be a backdoor enter Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, it'd be a backdoor where you just like you're either from his perspective and everybody like disappears, like the pilot and stuff. So everybody crashed and then eventually gets to civilization. Like the whole world's changed and been radically altered, but they, nobody realizes because they're stuck in this island. For like, it kind of depends on what happens in Endgame, I guess. But yeah. like. Still, I think like you can set it in that world, even if everything's corrected. I guess it could still be the pseudo sequel. So it's not even like a mar- like it's just in that universe, but you don't even know it's a Marvel movie. I thought you were going more Lost. It is like it's like a Lost, but like but that's, in the Marvel universe. But in the Marvel universe, that's what pretty much. Okay, so mine is about a guy who grows up and he's like a like a MacGyver type. He tries to like MacGyver traps and tools. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he like gets married, has a wife, she's pregnant, um, or so she's a nurse. One day a junkie breaks into the hospital while she's in there, has mm-hmm. a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and he wants to make give that junkie justice, so he builds a tool to torture him. That guy's name, Jigsaw, aka oh. Kevin McAllister. Oh. So it'd be the bridge between the Home Alone universe and I the like Jaws universe, or in the Saw universe. I like that. Which I think Adam Savage said. <laughs> was, that's a good one. Yeah, which would be fun because I mean that's the story of the Tinker, not the Tinker part, but the Nurse part is from Saw. Yeah. And you just need the bridge, which yeah, I think you see in Saw Three. You see why he does the things he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd be fun to have a movie. Yeah. That connects those two universes. That'd be pretty dope. Next week, we're going to try to do it. The Golden <laughs> we'll Pizzas. See. We've given people a lot of time to think about these. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, assuming they know <laughs> that they're voting on this. If <laughs> not, wait, I guess wait, we'll what? just vote. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. On Netflix today, Secret City Under the Eagle, Season 2. You know what this is? No. A little Lego? Didn't know there was Season 1. What is this? Is it animated? It, I thought Secret City was like that. Lego toy set. Nope. It's something <laughs> completely different. Uh, now I'm curious. Australian political thriller yeah, set in yeah. a world of secret lies, mystery, murder, and betrayal based on the best-selling novel The Marmalade Files and the Mandarin Code. Is this Australian House of Cards? No. Oh. I think it's spies and stuff. Oh. Australian The Americans? Australian... Oh. Beneath the placid facade of Canberra, amidst rising tensions between China and America, Canberra press gallery journalist Harriet Dunkley forces her way closer to the truth, uncovering a secret city of interlocked conspiracies which will threaten her career, her life, and endanger the freedom of Mm. every Australian. Whoa. So, there's that. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart. This week in Movies and Now. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.